Once again, our message today will be dealing with the covering. The main area of our text will be 1 Corinthians out of the 11th chapter, verses 3 through 12. The Bible tells us here in verse 3, or 1 Corinthians 11, verse 3, it says that, but I would have you know that the head of every man is Christ and the head of the woman is man and the head of Christ is God. And every man praying or prophesying having his head covered dishonoreth his head whose head is Christ. But every woman that prayeth or prophesieth with her head uncovered dishonors her head. For that is even all one as if she were shaven. For if the woman be not covered, let her also be shorn. Means bald. But if it be a shame for a woman to be shorn or shaven, let her be covered. For a man indeed ought not to cover his head for as much as he is the image and glory of God. But the woman is the glory of the man. For the man is not of the woman, but the woman of the man. Neither was the man created for the woman, but the woman for the man. For this cause ought the woman to have power on her head because of the angels. We'll deal with that. Nevertheless, neither is the man without the woman, neither the woman without the man in the Lord. For as the woman is of the man, even so is the man also by the woman. But all things of God. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, I just ask right now that you will open up my heart, open up my mind, Father, and let your spirit flow from me, Father God. Father, I ask right now, Lord, that you help me to teach your people and to give to them that which you would have me to give to them, Father, to enrich their lives and help them to build the spiritual temple within themselves. Father, I ask this in the name of Jesus, that you come forth and that you keep us, Father, that you will continue to bless us, Father, and that you will continue to protect us, Lord. In the name of Jesus, I give thanks for the covering. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We're talking about the covering. I want y'all to pay attention, if you will. Sometimes uh, we get distracted. Sometimes we uh, distract people that are near us. We, I want you to pay attention. Learn to hear the word. of the, the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing. Not by talking, but by hearing. And hearing comes how? By the word. So let's be more quick to hear, okay, so that we don't miss things. Because a lot of times, you know, we miss what we ought to hear. And what happens is, is that we go outside and as soon as we hit the door, the devil then swept away, just take the word right out of us and we go berserk again. Because you see, we're not listening when we need to be listening. You understand what I'm saying? See, you can fake it that you're listening. But if you're listening, 
you'll walk out what is being taught. Okay? So let's, let's be mindful of the people that are beside us. This is a teaching ministry. Uh, and we want people to hear what God is saying. Not what we have to say, but what God is saying. Amen? Is that all right with everybody? Okay, good, 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 good. Now, we're talking about the covering. The covering. The Bible says that the head of not some men, but every man is Christ. And the head of the woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. So there's an order to the covering. God, Christ, man, and woman. There's an order to the covering. And when we are out of line of that covering, then we become uncovered. And when we become uncovered, guess what? Life, which would have went up, begins to go down. Why? Because we don't understand the order of the covering. I want, to, I want you to hold your place there. And I want us to go to the book of Hebrews 13, 17. The book of Hebrews 13, 17. When you get that, say amen. Hebrews 13, verse 17. The word of the Lord says, Obey them that have rule over you and submit yourselves, for they watch for your soul as they that must give an account, that they may do it with joy and not with grief, for that is unprofitable to you. So there are some things here. First of all, that word rule there doesn't mean to hit somebody over the head with a plank to make them to obey. But that word rule there means to get in front of and lead in the way. But you have to be willing to submit yourself to following that which is leading you in the way. Amen? Okay. Now, it says to obey them that have rule over you. So if, if the leader say, take a right step, to take, 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 a, take a step to the right, then take a step to the right. You can only do this by submitting yourself, for they watch. Notice now, they watch. I watch for your soul, according to this Bible. Okay? So that puts a big thing on me here. As they that must give account, because that means I've got to give account for you, the way I watch over your soul. But watch it. As they that must give account, that they may do it with joy. You see, I want to do this with joy and not with grief. For if I have to do this thing with grief, it's not going to be unprofitable for me. But the Bible says it's going to be unprofitable for you. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. So, so we want to make sure that we got this covering lined up the way it should be lined up. So when we look at it and we're dealing in this area of the covering, hold your places there in 1 Corinthians because that's the main text. Hold your places there. But I want you to go to Genesis 
just going to walk a little bit this morning. Genesis 9, 13. Here we see that the Lord had did a thing here. He had wiped out the earth with water. And God says that I'm going to set a bow in the cloud. And the reason I'm going to do it, so that it will remind me not to destroy man again with water. Amen? So that means that God had to have a reminder not to destroy us again by water. If you go on down through there a couple more scriptures, you'll see that he, he said, I'm not going to destroy him no more with water. So we're talking about being covered. The cloud is a covering, people. The cloud is identified closely with Jesus Christ. The cloud is the word of God in the spiritual nature. It is the word of God that covers us. But inside God's word, God has placed something called the bow. The bow is God's grace. God sees his grace in his word. That's what keeps him from destroying us by water again. We're talking about the covering. The covering has to be in the order of God. So God's covering here in Genesis, he says, now, I'm going to place this bow, this grace, in my word, so that I won't have to do to man what I did before to him. not going to be with you long. Look at Exodus 13, 21. Exodus 13, 21. Say amen when you get there. Look what, look as we follow this cloud, this covering, look what's happening here. The Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud. See, he went before them, meaning he ruled them. That's what we was talking about just a minute ago. Obey them that have rule over you. You know, this is the same thing here. The Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud, which is the strength of the word, and to lead them the what? The way. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. So you see, that cloud was leading them with Jesus in it. Because if you remember, the Lord is the one that peeped out of the cloud to kill the Egyptians. It was him, if you know your Bible. You see, God wants his spirit to peep out of this word that covers us so that that which is in us that's not of God will be destroyed. Understand? So, like I was telling an apostle yesterday, and, 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 and it kind of bothered him a little bit, that, you know, we got to quit giving these people this elementary stuff and start teaching these people the higher knowledge of God. Because without it, there is no growth. You can't keep, I've told you before, you cannot keep feeding God's people milk and expect them not to be babes. You know? I mean, it's just, it's impossible. So the Lord says that 
He led them by day in a pillar of a cloud, which is the word, the strength of the word, to lead them the way. And by night, during that time of hardships and adversities and all of that, he did it in a pillar of fire because he had to burn some things up to give them light to go by day and by night. I'm talking about being covered by the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, which is through his word. Amen. Move on with me to Exodus 40, 34 through 37. Just going to walk a little this morning. That's all. Exodus 40, 34 through 37. Over there. Amen. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Remember what I said, y'all. Don't disturb other people while they're listening, okay? Amen. Now, verse 34 says, Then a cloud, still talking about that cloud, look what it did. It done what? It covered the tent of the congregation and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. I'm going to stop right there. The cloud, the word of God, what did it do? It covered the tent of the congregation. The tent represents your mind. That's what the word of God does. It renews your mind. It takes over your mind. Once God's word comes inside of your mind and make an abode there, there's a thing called the glory of God that begins to be downloaded into your tabernacle or your temple. See it there. Read the word. Amen. The glory when the, when the cloud, which is the word of God, when it rested, when it covered the tent, your mind, what did it do? The glory of God filled the tabernacle. This tabernacle. This is the tabernacle. This is the tabernacle right here. Now, what happens is, is that the more this word we get into us, the more we're able to download the glory of God into this tabernacle. No word, no glory. Say it. No word, no glory. That means start picking up your Bibles, put down all your other toys. You're wondering why you're defeated. That's why. You're not, you don't have nothing up there. Garbage in. Garbage out. Amen? You want to get the glory of God? You got to have it downloaded into you. You got to allow God's word to rest and cover you. You got to allow. We're talking about the glory of God and the covering of God. Notice what happens when the glory of God fills the tabernacle. Notice what happens. Moses can't go back in there. Moses is the lawgiver. See, law and grace don't mix. Just don't mix. Grace fulfilled the law. Done it. Done deal. Done deal. Moses couldn't go back in there. Why? Because grace was up in there through God's glory. Amen. So Moses had to step up out of there when the grace of God comes into your life. See, see all that rhetoric about the do's and the don't where the spirit of the Lord is, the Bible says there is liberty. And the Lord's spirit is that spirit. 
That's what God's word says. So when the temple was filled with the glory of God, the Bible declares the fact that Moses had to step up out of there. The lawgiver had to step up out of there because a greater thing was on the scene, a thing called grace. And when grace stepped on the scene, the law had to step back and say, uh-uh, I can't contend with it. I can't contend with grace. I can't contend with it. Because grace got something to give man that I can't give him. Amen. The only thing the law could do was teach us that we couldn't do it. That's all it could do. But when grace came, see, and the church, the problem with the church is the church is still trying to live between the law and between grace. That's why it ain't working for you. He that doeth the law, he got to do all the law, the Bible says. You can't do part of it, you got to do it all. And if you break it in the least of one of these, you're guilty of breaking all of it. Amen? Amen. So who wants to live under that kind of scrutiny? When God has grace over here, and where the spirit of Jesus Christ is, there is liberty. The law didn't give you liberty. Grace did. Grace freed us. The Bible says whom the Son set free is free indeed. He said if you hold fast to my teachings, then you will be my disciple. Then the truth will set you free or make you free. Precisely it says it will make you free. See, we got to be made free. Some of us still stuck in yesterday. And yesterday is keeping us from our tomorrow. Tell you that all the time. Tell you that all the time. Yesterday. What happened yesterday? People, whether it be your wife or whoever it is, I don't care. Don't make no difference. Yesterday, yesterday, what you did yesterday. I can't even get to your future. You can't even get to your future because of yesterday. Ain't you tired of yesterday? That's right. So whoever want to stay in yesterday, you, you leave them there. And you move on into your tomorrow. And whatever mistakes you make along the way, God got you if you're true with God. Amen. That's right. Your life is not predicated on man. Your life is predicated on what God says about you. Amen. You got to know what God says about you. Amen? So we see here that verse 35 says that, well, first of all, 2 Corinthians 5.1 tells us, I want to just read, you ain't got to go there. I'm going to read it though. 2 Corinthians, let me see, 5.1. I want you to hold your place over here in Exodus because we're still there. Five one Exodus. I mean, First uh, Corinthians five one says. Second Corinthians. Cool Lord. Look here. Talking about this tabernacle. For we know that if our earthly house, that's this one right here, of this tabernacle were dissolved. We have a building of God, a house not made with hands eternal in heaven. See, see, when the glory, what we're doing is, is we're building spiritual temples. In order to spill, build a spiritual temples, you've got to have spiritual material. In order to have spiritual material, you've got to have a spiritual word. So that when the spirit of the word covers the mind, 
and the glory of God is downloaded. The glory of God is not downloaded in your temple just to be downloaded there. It's doing a work in you. You see? It's setting you up for your eternal habitation in eternity with God. You see? Knowing that this earthly tabernacle is going to dissolve. You are, we already know that. But we got another one in eternity. But if you don't, y'all have heard of the man-child, the teachings of the man-child. You've already heard about it. Now, if you don't build and feed on that, then your eternal, uh, your, your, your eternal place with God is not going to be appropriate. Because you ain't going to have no suit to wear. And if you ain't got the right clothing, the Bible says, well, how'd you get in here? You ain't dressed right. So you're going to get ushered up out of there, you see. So that's why we down here, we're practicing now how to come into the house of God and act like we got good sin. Amen. Because you ain't going to go there and act any kind of way. Amen. This, I told you before, this ain't nothing but a rehearsal. If you don't know how to act here, how you going to know how to act there? Do you think that you're going to go before God and act a fool in his house and you can't even do it right in this one, which is his house too, on the lower end? Ain't going to happen, people. Ain't going to happen. That's why it ain't going to be nothing but a remnant. I don't care what they tell them lies them preachers say out there. Ain't going to be but a remnant. That's what the books say. I'm going by what the books say. We need more preachers that go by what the books say instead of what they think or what they Teachings have taught them, you know. We need, we need more preachers that's going to deal with this thing the right way, you know. So the Bible tells us now, we know that if this earthly tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands that's eternal, where? In heaven. Mm -hmm. Let's go back to Exodus 40, verse 35. Look what happened. Are we there? Now, when the glory... Feel of, of the Lord when it filled the temple. Guess what happened? Moses, you see it there? He wasn't able. Hmm. Moses was not able to enter into that tabernacle. You see? Because something else done took over. Thing called the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because the cloud abode there and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And verse 36 says, And when the cloud When the cloud was taken up from over the tabernacle, the children of Israel, they went on with their journeys, right? You see it there? Uh-huh. Going to deal with some of that. But if the cloud were not taken up, then they journeyed not till the day that it was taken up. Church, <laughs> We need to learn not to move till God tell us to move. I asked a boy last night, young man, used to be here at this church having difficulties with family. And this is how I laid it on him. I said, son, if you had planted a tree, and I told you all this before, you planted a tree in the front yard in the evening and in the morning, that tree done uprooted itself, on its own, and it's in the backyard. I said, what would you think? You know what he told me? He said, I think I'd be crazy. 
I said, you're not ready for house of destiny then. Why would you be crazy if you're the master of the tree and you, and you planted it? Who give you the right to, to get up and move where God done planted you? Now you're wondering why your life all jacked up. You understand what I'm saying? Now you over there with another pastor, you got to go to him. You got to go to him. You can't, you can't give me the headache now. You can't give me your headache. You know, you left. I, I didn't tell you to go. You understand what I'm saying? Now, 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 now you uproot yourself. You wonder why the situation in your life is jacked up. What I always say, check your resume. Clean up where you messed up. Go back down through there, get your pride out the way, and deal with yourself. You understand what I'm saying? You understand? That's all you got to do. That's what God is waiting on. And what God is doing is putting a thumbnail on you until you do that. You know? But when he told me that he would think he was crazy, yeah, son, you ain't ready for us, man. Because we don't change diapers here. This is a mature ministry. We do not change diapers here. So you stay right over there where you at and let them change them diapers on you. Because we move too quick. You know what I'm saying? I mean, God's moving this ministry too quick in the world, you know. Like, it's crazy, you know. I mean, y'all know the numbers. Y'all know. Yeah, a hundred million folk. That's crazy. That's insanity. But that's God. It's got to be God. Look around. It's got to be God. How can it be? How can it be that we got 80 uh, 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 trucks, tra- trailer trucks at our disposal? All we got to do is make the call and say, go pick it up. Whether it's, don't make no difference where it is, then they do it. And not only that, but the stuff that they do, we might get a call anytime to come get a tractor trailer load of, uh, uh, of donations and stuff. And I'm not talking about no secondhand stuff. We don't deal in secondhand. We don't deal in that. We don't deal in rags. We are the children of God. We are, we are a royal priesthood. And we wear royalty and we give out royalty. Now what you do with it after you get it, that's up to you. You screw it up, that's on you. That ain't on us. We done our part. Now it's on you. You got to learn how to take care of some things. But if the cloud were not taken up, then they journeyed not till the day that it was taken up. See there? You got to follow the cloud through the highs and through the valleys. Because let me tell you something about that cloud. In conjunction with life. That cloud, the word of God is up here. The word of God ain't moving like this. The word of God is just like this. We down low following it. But that word, that cloud, following that cloud might take us through a valley. <laughs> following that cloud might take us up on a hill. It might even take us up on the highest mountain following it. But I guarantee you it's going to take you through some patches, some plains, 
some thickets in life. It's going to do all that while you're following it. You understand what I'm saying up in here, church? Following the Word of God is going to take you to some places that you really would like not to have to go to. But in order for God to do His work in us, it needs be that I must go through Samaria. And that means you got to go there with me. You understand what I'm saying? So, so we got to understand that when we're talking about following this word, this cloud, this cloud can take us in some low places, some high places, some level places, some thickets, some brow bushes, all kinds of stuff. What a wild beast roam and everything else. Understand what I'm saying, church? Just trying to help you this morning. So we need to understand that God, he has a mission as to what he does. So this is what God tells us to do. The Lord tells us to, he sets two trumpeteers, watchers of the truth, sounders of the truth. He, he, that's, what, that's what we do, I'm a trumpeteer. I'm sounding the truth. I'm sounding the word of God. Telling you when to move and when not to move. Now, if you don't listen, that's up to you. You understand? But God has set the trumpeteers out there to watch that cloud. Because the Bible said, as long as it was sitting on that tent, on that tent, that the children of Israel didn't move. But when it was taken up and it began to move, you got to move with it. But if you ain't watching for it, how you gonna know when it's moving? See, that's how a lot of us get left behind. Because, see, we ain't watching for it. We're watching everything else. We're watching Duck Dynasty. We're watching the Housewives of Atlanta. We're watching Scandal. We're watching Garbage. But ain't nobody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just told somebody hit up. I felt that. I felt that thing. Especially with that Duck Dynasty and that, that Scandal. I hit something then. Boy, I hit something then. This ain't no what they call it, the edge at night. General Hospital. <laughs> I would be trying to deal with the General Assembly. You know what I'm saying? So, so, so we, 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 we don't understand that you got to watch. God has set a watch so that when that word begins to move, then the trumpeteers sound the alarm. And when you blow the trumpet, everybody know the move because they hear the sound of the abundance of rain. You see, they hear. But he that has the ear is the only one that can hear. Well, you can sit here and whistle up while everything else is prospering. You ever know it to rain in one area and not in the other, and you're right beside. It's kind of weird, ain't it? But it ain't to God. He know why he let it rain in one place and not the other. It appeared that they did the same thing, but they didn't. You see? Because it's in them secret places where God, <laughs> the Spirit of the Lord, he, he, he checks out man's spirit to find out whether or not he should release the rain or hold it back. I'm trying to help you. Just trying to help you. Now, Are you being helped yet? Well, two of y'all. 
At least two of them are. Huh? He said it wasn't going to be nothing but a remnant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God sitting here and teaching you and, and, and you respond to God like that. Come on, you don't say nothing. You pitiful. You pitiful. I'm going to pray for you. As I always do. Because you need prayer. We all do. We all do. But we all need to open our mouth too when it comes time to say amen to the Lord. Amen. <laughs> you, know, you, know, you know, it's a time to open that mouth too. I mean, it's time to be quiet. It's time to also recognize that God's trying to help me. Amen. And I'll not be so sedity. Church folk. My God. Now, Bible says now, we got to watch. So he comes back in the main text. And we see here in 1 Corinthians, the 11th chapter, he says in verse 4, I'm going to reiterate verse 3 too, but I would that to have you to know that the head of every man is Christ. We're going to finish early. And the head of the woman is man. And the head of Christ is God. There's an order. And every man that prays or prophesying, having his head uncovered, that means that his, he has an authority that's against the order. You ever known anybody that's against the order of things? They got their own righteousness. Well, Paul said that uh, uh, I'm praying for Israel because it's my desire that Israel be saved. But they've gone about their own way of righteousness. But it's not according to the righteousness of God, he said, the book of Romans. So it says that every man that's praying or prophesying, having his head covered, dishonors his head. Well, who's his head? Christ. Just read it to you. You see. So, in other words, every man that's going against the authority. Of the order is actually dishonoring Christ. That's why Jesus said, Look, He said, if they reject you, they ain't rejecting you, don't worry about it. He said, They ain't rejecting you, they ain't rejecting the one that sent you. He said, Don't you worry about them. You know, He said, Just shake the dust off. He said, As a testimony against me. But every woman, verse 5 says, that prayeth or prophesied with her head uncovered, dishonors her head, her head being man. For that is even all one as if she were shaven. For if the woman, if she's not covered, that's why God gave her hair, let her also be bald, shorn. But if it be a shame for a woman to be bald or shorn or shaven, let her be covered. For a man indeed not ought not to cover his head. For as much as he is the image and glory of God. But the woman is the glory of man. There's an order to it, y'all. There's an order to it. Men, regardless of what society which way society is going? 
God has an order, an established order. A man can't be a woman, although they try and hold. And a woman can't be a man, although they're trying, I believe, even harder. I do. I do. I really do. Because it's prevalent. We're living in a sick world, people. Among sick and dangerous minds. And if we're not careful, we'll succumb to the sickness of today's order. And succumb to it and say it's okay. Everybody else doing it. Times have changed. Well, God has God has Now you can do what you want to. <laughs> That's your thing. But that's a price to be paid for this foolishness. Some of us cater to it because we either know people that's close to it or we got people in our family that are that way and we succumb to it. Ought not be. We all love them, but we all tell them the truth. Show them in the word. And let him, because like I told you before, sin is sin. It's all sin. We were all born that way in sin, right? Amen. So if God got us out of it and is working on us, he can work on that sin too, right? Because it ain't nothing but sin, right? Sin is sin. And we were all born in the sin, right? So nobody has an excuse, right? I was born this way. So I was too. It's all in the same pot called sin. Same pot. Now you can pick out what you want to out of there. But it's still got the stench of sin on it. It's all good. In God's eye, it's all in the pot. Ooh-wee. So... Verse 7 tells us again that for a man indeed ought not to cover his head for as much as he is the image of the and glory of God. But the woman is the glory of man. Verse 8 says, for the man is not of the woman, but the woman of the man. He's going to clear it up, ladies. Don't worry about that. Neither was the man created for the woman, but the woman for the man. For this cause ought the woman to have power on her head because of the angels. Let's get some understanding on that. It's twofold. First of all, we have to understand that when we come together as an assembly, the hierarchy of God and the angels preside in this meeting. See, a lot of y'all don't realize that. Like when I say y'all, I'm talking about church folk in general. They just come to church any kind of way, do what, you know, preach it, let them do what they want. You know what I'm saying? Because he's scared he's going to lose some members. You know what I'm saying? And the angels are sitting among us and we don't even know. You know what I'm saying? And they're taking note. Now they see that the woman is out of order. They take note to that. That's what I'm talking about. That. They take note to that. They see when the man is out of order too. They take note to that. They see when the ruler is out of order. They take note to that. Everything, they take note 
to when the children are out of order. They take note when you get hot about your children being corrected when they're wrong. They take note of that too. See, you didn't know it, but now you do. They're all around us. We might not can see them, and maybe some of us can. But God's Word knows that it's there and that they are there. Another reason why the words say that a woman ought to have power on her head covered is because of the angels. The next reason is because, you see, the woman is covered by the man, right? Watch this. In the book of Genesis, the sixth chapter, man had fallen out of God's grace. He was completely wicked. Completely wicked. That means that the women were uncovered. And guess what happened? The angels came down and did what? Mess with the girls. Because they were uncovered. There it is. You see, it's dangerous when the woman is not under the subjection of the order. It's dangerous when the man is not under the subjection of the order. It's dangerous because you ain't got to worry about Christ. He ain't going to never be out of order with God. It's dangerous when the children are out of order with the order of God. It's a dangerous situation. So, so we have to understand that we want to make sure that we are covered and that our women are covered by us as mankind being in order. Because when mankind is out of order, then man's woman, which is his glory, become out of order. You understand? So when man loses his glory, and that's what the woman is, the glory of the man. So when man loses his glory, how does he lose it? By being out of order. Because if he was in order, then he would explain to the woman that, hey, there's an order. And right now you out of order. And you might not like what I'm saying to you, but you got to get in order. You understand what I'm saying? That, that, that's what real men do. That's what real men do. I ain't talking about these, whatever you got out here. <laughs> but yeah, I'm talking about real men. Women looking for real men. They ain't looking for no wimp. A woman, first thing a woman do is peep your strong points and, and peep your weak. And she'll play on your weak one. That's where she'll try to get you at. Is in your weak. And if you fall for it, you'll be taken. You will. Give me some teachings up here this morning. Just giving it out. I'm not a chauvinist. Just showing you what's in the word here. Told you I'm going to clean this up. Let the word do it. Watch this. Verse 11. Nevertheless, neither is the man without the woman. Neither the woman without the man. Where? In the Lord. So it doesn't matter whether a woman has a physical man or not. That ain't even the issue as to her being protected or not. 
The words say neither is the man or the woman without each other, as long as they're in the Lord. In other words, the Lord got your back. If you're in order. If you're in order. See, I like the way Paul do. Oh, Paul, he starts out hard, and then he explains it if you keep reading. But now, if you throw the book away and get mad at Paul, then you'll miss what Paul was trying to tell you. You just need to just read just a little bit further, and he'll work it out for you. He always does. That's his method. That's his method. So Paul goes on, and he says here in verse 12, For as much or far as the woman is of the man, even so is the man also by the woman, but all things of God. Amen? Amen. Give God some praises, man. Come on up, brother.